Welcome to the Rocky Retirement Show. I'm your host, Kathy Klein, and today Les is with me, and we are talking about our ongoing saga of moving to a 55 and older community. And once again, I'm on my cell phone, so if the sound quality is a little different than normal, that's why. But I hope it's good enough for you to be able to hear it. So Les, we bought a house. Yes, we did. Are you nervous? Yes, of course I'm nervous. We've been I'm, having I'm some also, mixed... I'm also not looking forward to the move. And we've been having some mixed feelings about it. Yes, we have. I mean, it's going to be kind of a culture shock moving to yeah. South Carolina from San Diego. Yes, and uh, of course, we come back to San Diego and the weather is, is pretty nice. I don't know. It's pretty cold today. Cold? I thought it was hot. When I was out, it was cold. Okay, well, it was both, actually. It was hot and cold. And All in one day. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, San Diego's pretty nice. It's very nice. Yeah, it is nice, and our friends are here. Yes. But your family is in, you know, it's in the East Yeah, Coast. I have family, yes, that's true, and and that is a big plus, but, you know, there are other things, too. It's a, it's. I'm going to see family maybe how many times in the year. But at least to be on the same time zone. Yeah, but, you know, we'll, we'll maybe see them. Let's say we see them for two weeks in a year. The rest of the time, we're going to be living in South Carolina. That's and, true. And, and so it's, it's a... There are alligators there. It's a lifestyle change, and there are a lot of things that... that a lot of things. Yeah. We are, we uh, to the listener, we have been having a lot of... Just nervousness and thinking, OMG, what have I done? Yeah. Um, so it is It is a bit scary. I mean, for me, what about my business? That's right. You're going to have to... Cut back. Cut back by definition, probably. But And the fact is, is that I get a lot of referrals from business uh, associates, you know, people that I... Uh, you know, that are in the senior community, I get a ton of referrals from people and I don't know if those referrals are going to slow down now that I'm not in San Diego. Even though the majority of my business is done over the phone. Yeah. So the way I do business probably won't won't change. I mean, I would say that I, I give people the option of meeting with me in person or meeting with me over the phone and I would say about 90 Ninety to ninety-five percent of people would rather just take care of it over the phone. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and that won't change. Yeah, that's not going to change. Although, but although if they know I'm not there, isn't there a Southern translator or something like that? <laughs> when you talk talk on the phone in in uh, South Carolina, you have a drawl. Well, you know, I must admit, I do pick up accents pretty easily, so. I have a high likelihood of picking up a southern accent while I'm there. That's a reason not to go. <laughs> I like a southern accents. I think uh, I think they sound good. But um but yeah, so there's that concern and I was really nervous about that. Um especially when I got back to work. But my assistant, you know, I kind of laid it on her. Hopefully she's okay with it. Because she's on 
she's on a West Coast time, so she could handle a lot of things for me. But there are still a lot of things that I, I am going to need to be doing. For example, actually helping people enroll. That's my job. So. Yeah, and you can do that from a distance uh, on the phone. But And there's uh, technology. I mean, I give people access to my screen. and. But you will be on different time zones. I will be, yeah. yeah so, That'll be an issue. So it is. And then you were saying that your friend was trying to talk you out of moving. Yep. He was uh, saying that I should be more concerned about the health care situation. What, they don't have good doctors in the South? Well, you know, he he doesn't know, and, and I don't know, really, about the uh, type of health care we're going to get. Uh, I, You know, you can say there are six hospitals within 100 miles, but you you really don't know about those hospitals. And okay, where's where's that big fancy schmancy cancer center in New York? Uh, Sloan Kettering. Okay, but that's what, an hour? Hop on a plane, an hour later you're there? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he, he pointed out, rightfully, that if I get sick enough that I have to be in the hospital... We'd go to New York. It, it would be, you know, two-hour drive to, to get to the hospital in uh, Charleston, for instance, you know. And so there are local hospitals that are less than 30 minutes away. If you so get, for normal stuff, you know, it would be fine. But If you get that sick, you'll be airlifted. No, no, it's not that. It's, it's you coming to visit me. I would just get an apartment there and stay. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to drive two hours back and forth. I'll just stay. I'll just, I'll just get a hotel or an apartment. Don't worry about that, honey. I'm not going to leave you in a hospital all by yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. That isn't the issue. It's, you know, it's just a convenience factor. We know, we know here that it's 30 minutes away. And uh, not if there's traffic. Yeah, well, <laughs> Encinitas is 30 minutes away. So, uh, it, it, there was that, and then, you know, pointing out that I uh, had made lots of friends and I have business associates here, which is true. That is true. I mean, that that's is a, That's going to be an issue because I've been, there's one company I've been working for five years with. And if I go on the East Coast, there's a chance I'll be kind of locked out of the whole thing. And so... Uh, and you were hoping to hit it big with that company. Yes, I was. <laughs> You'll probably, they'll probably kick us out off of the uh, whatever stock that you're promised. Yeah. And then a month later, they'll sell for 10 gazillion dollars. That's right. <laughs> Could happen. But uh, it's his, hard. his arguments are not real strong arguments. But still, they're there. And the lifestyle thing, I don't think he gets because because he's not a social person. Mm. So I'm looking forward to being able to go to the art center and paint mm -hmm. or go and make pottery, get, get clay underneath my fingernails. I'm looking forward to that, but it is scary. I mean, we don't know anybody. That's right. I mean, besides your family, we don't know. Well, we know the ambassadors that yeah. were, yeah. We do know them, and we haven't even told them at this taping that we bought a house yet. That's right. It is kind of scary, 
and we are having second thoughts, but it's kind of like wedding jitters, I think. Yeah, in a way it is like that. But the, the main thing that worries me or, you know, has me thinking is the move. The move itself? The move itself. I mean, uh, I can see when we're there, you know, and we have all our stuff there. That's one thing, you know, and that'll be nice. I think it'll be easy to, you know, get to know people and so on. But the whole process is so overwhelming. I remember how hard I worked when we moved here. And And I wasn't moving as much stuff as we're moving now. Right. And and not moving across the the country. So I didn't pack the have to pack the boxes rental better. trucks and the boxes better than we we're going to have to pack them, you know. Can't we get somebody else to do that? Well, you can, but but then you lose control of what goes where. What do you mean? You know, when somebody else is doing the packing, you don't know what's going in that box. Right. So you, you, you know, you lose control and. Okay. So for the listener, I just want to explain something. One of the kind of cool and interesting things about Les is he's an engineer. And when we moved 10 years ago into the house that we're in now, he kept a list of every single item that was in a box and numbered it. And then put that list on a spreadsheet. And so we probably still have 20 boxes in our garage that are not completely unpacked yet. And so having someone else pack up our boxes, they're not going to be that meticulous as far as what's in the box. And that we won't know where anything is. So I can understand why you're nervous about that, Les. Yeah, and the other side of it, too, is that we're moving in a house that is less square footage and so and and has less storage and so that becomes an issue too what do we take what don't we take you know know, we do know somebody who specializes in downsizing (laughs) she was one of the first people on the show right that's true (laughs) we'll have to let her know maybe she can come help us out i mean they do all that space planning like they take yeah your current floor plan they take your new floor plan and they plan out where everything's going to go. Yeah, that's true. They also help you get rid of stuff. So we could retain her services. And she's a good friend. Yeah, I mean, the getting rid of stuff is probably the biggest, the biggest thing. Yeah, that's the hardest thing because it seems like everything has some kind of emotional attachment to it. And I know that... I mean, I see. I mean, I've had so many people on the show say, tell you how to downsize. You take a picture of it or you give it to somebody or you take a picture with you and the object. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. So what do you think we'll do with all of our stuff? How will we get rid of our stuff? We need to start doing that like today. Yeah, there's the big stuff. The little stuff, I was thinking about it, the little stuff isn't as important because, you know, you can put them in a box and yes, we have an extra box, but the big stuff, it's like that painting. The one that looks like a paper airplane? (laughs) Yes. 
So to the listener, maybe we should post a picture of it in the show notes. Yeah, maybe. Les has this big painting. It's kind of, uh, what would you call it, modern art? Yeah, definitely modern art. It looks like a paper airplane to me. It's called The Rise of the Phoenix. So anyway, that painting, I think it would be perfect to put where the TV in the bedroom is now in the new house. Because we're not going to have a TV in the bedroom, and that's a big painting that would go over all of the like TV equipment that they have in there right now. Well, yeah, but we have, we have something that we put there. What? He's pointing, listener, and I don't... The mirror. We have a mirror. Mirror above your uh, dresser. Right. And And I think that's where the dresser would go. See, I'm hoping that we won't use this bedroom set. Yeah, I can understand that. The reason why, listener, why I don't want to use the bedroom set that we have right now is because I have bruises all over my legs from banging into it. I want a sleigh bed because I don't bump into things in a sleigh bed. No, I don't want a sleigh bed, but I want a bed that is just a headboard. It's well, easier I, to make. Well, know? I like our. I mean, I like it because it's um, it's kind of uh, sleek Asian style our furniture. So I do absolutely like it. But man, I I get bruises all over myself. Especially in the middle of the night when I get up. How about if if you wear uh, foam around your legs all the time? Mm, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. Mm. But listener, we just want to know that we feel for you. When you retire, when you move, these things are all really exciting. but And stressful. They're also stressful. Any kind of a change can be stressful. So we just wanted to let you know some of our thought process um, while we're going through it. We're recording this while we're going through it. You know, we'll keep you posted on what's going on. Is there anything else that you want to say before we say goodbye? The move is probably the most stressful thing that anybody can do. So we're really kind of taking a risk because... Part of the reason why we're moving is to make our lives mm, less stressful, but a move is very stressful. And so we know we'll get through it. I just don't want to put a lot of stress on you, Les, because of the cancer. Yeah, well, we're probably doing the most that we can to cause more stress. So do you want to change your mind? No, that would be stressful too. Why would that be stressful? Because we'd lose our down payment or whatever we gave them already? Well, yeah, there would be that. And we've been known to do that in the past. Well, we didn't lose any money last time. Well, we did. We lost, you know, money for inspections and things like that, you know, so. We had put an offer on a house that was, what, about a half hour, 45 minutes from where we live now? Right. And we backed out of it because the fire insurance was going to be so much more than what we pay now. And it was so far. It was, it yeah, was far away from very, everything. very far. And there was no community. Right. Where we're going now, there's, yes, there's community, built-in yeah. community. And that's what I like about the Dell Webs. There are two things. There's wanting to be where 
my relatives and some of your relatives as well are. That's right. I do have relatives on the East Coast. Yeah. That's right. My dad lives there and my half, and my brother lives there. Right. So I do. I have relatives there too. <laughs> but the other side of it is what, what you have been wanting to do so much, and that is go to a planned community. A 55 has, and older community. That yeah, has lots of activities. I mean, so it's... Those are the two major drivers of this. Of course, the thing that you want to do doesn't mean we have to move to the East Coast. <laughs> right. But uh, any of the ones that we visited on the West Coast were either way too expensive or in places we didn't particularly like. The only, only one that came close was in Arizona, and it wasn't, it wasn't a Del Webb. It was a smaller community. Yeah. And we have friends that live there. Yeah. And and they had some activities, but they didn't have the level of activity that, that Del Webb has. I mean, we're moving into a community that has 14,000 people in it. Yeah. So that's kind of hard to yeah. to compare that level of activity to a place that might have a 1,000 yeah. residents. That's right. And that community was in Phoenix area. And uh, it was, it's hot there. I mean, it's hot. Now, we're, where we're going is hot as well and humid. But not as hot as Arizona, But, but I don't not think. 120 degrees. <laughs> That's right. We won't be able to cook an egg on a sidewalk. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, I mean, basically, the I guess the moral to the story is, listener, like I said before, we're here with you. It's stressful whenever you make a change, whether it be moving, changing jobs, um, retiring. Because I, I can tell you that the thought of retiring has definitely crossed my mind. But I just I just can't pull that trigger. I mean, one of the reasons why I started this show was to kind of prepare myself. I just I just cannot pull that trigger right now. You know, right. I just I really do enjoy working. And the money is good, too. Sure. You know, it's hard to walk away from the money. And remember, I'm not old enough to get Medicare or retirement. Right. Uh, uh, Social Security retirement. So just the the thought of the health care, that is also a little overwhelming. I don't know what it's going to cost for my, for my health care in South Carolina. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. And if you have any advice for us, head on over to the show notes and make a comment. Let us know what we should be doing and how to how to alleviate some of the stress. So anything else? Nope. Well, thanks so much for listening to us talk about our stresses for this move. And we'll see you next time on, on Rock, Rock Your, Your Retirement. Retirement. Bye. Oh, wait, I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rocky Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you.
You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August, actually August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app and then you search for the show and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.